You are listening to the TTOT, to Tani Talks OT, Tani Talks Occupational Therapy, Tani Talks Overtime and On Target. Hopefully talking different topics, ideas, suggestions and the like that could hopefully help you or someone you know. Oftentimes I wonder what to make for dinner. Oftentimes I wonder what to do for dinner. And it's not so easy to think about different things. I've talked about this many times before. There's even a WhatsApp group from the wonderful kosher.com website. What to make for dinner? What's for dinner? Oftentimes my wife and I will say to each other, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? So the other night we got some Chinese and uh, we were able to eat the Sabbath leftovers usually on Sunday, sometimes Sunday, Monday. Then the question becomes what to make for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And lots of times I like to do things that are like breakfast for dinner. So I like to be able to do... You know, pancakes for dinner, which I actually did last night. I like to make French toast. I have a simple recipe that I made up where I use cinnamon, non-dairy milk for my son, and uh, honey. Sometimes I'll put syrup in it also to bake in, and sometimes I'll put an egg also to help it hold together, and then both sides will be dipped into into the mixture with the bread, and then... Sometimes I'll do stovetop, and sometimes I'll actually bake it myself. We have an electric stovetop, an electric oven, just like our laundry is electric because there's no gas in the house. We have oil hookup for heat and hot water, and we have the electric for everything else. So very interesting. I believe it cooks just as good, if not better. I'm actually a fan of the of the glass stovetop because I think for me, I think it's a little safer in some aspect. You know, there's no flame, actual fire that uh, kids could, God forbid, come over and touch. And our version of the stove, which I'm very happy with, the stove we were left that we had to make kosher, the knobs are in the back, which I think is much smarter. It's a little harder for me as a cook to to reach the knobs, especially when things are boiling and cooking. But for kids, I wouldn't have it any other way. There are other stoves, like in Brooklyn, when we lived in our apartment, it was the knobs in the front. I didn't like that. Kids could easily reach that, easily touch it, even though there are knobs and, and protectors. What happens every time you want to use it? You have to take off the knobs. So I like that the knobs are in the back. And it's a GE oven. It's probably from 2009 or 2010. We're hoping it'll last a long time. If not, I have another model in mind. Very, very, very similar that also has the Sabbath mode, which hopefully would work anyway. But sometimes we want to do that. We want to make breakfast for dinner. And we want it to be in a way that it could be a fun way of eating because kids are very picky oftentimes. And I I myself am very picky oftentimes on the side. I made some carrots with the Italian dressing and the apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar, by the way, is a delicious, delicious thing. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but it's highly underrated. I think it's probably underused by many people, underutilized, but I'm a huge fan of it. It actually tastes very good when used sparingly. You can't use a ton of it because it will overpower the dish, but the the carrots, I get shredded carrots from the supermarket, and I like to mix apple cider vinegar with Italian dressing. For my palate, it actually tastes really good. And when I heat it up stovetop, it's nice and warm and yummy. I tried making apple fries, but in the end it came out like baked apple pieces. I cut it into strips, the apples, and then I mixed some honey with some cinnamon and some non-dairy milk a little bit and some flour. I thought it would come out like fries, but apparently it did not. It came out like baked apples. My wife didn't want to try some, but I got her to try a little bit. And she's like, these are good, but it's baked apples and not my cup of tea. So I had some myself. 
but sometimes you want to do breakfast for dinner in a very big pinch we'll do sandwiches in a very very big pinch we'll do cereal for dinner but breakfast for dinner is interesting so we've also done waffles we have a waffle maker and everybody was trying to get on board to say waffles waffles and i'm like no we can't do this it takes way too long it's way too difficult i have a waffle maker it only makes two waffles at a time so if i have a family of six baruch hashem you know the baby doesn't really need to eat it, but you know the three of those kids and myself and my wife—that's five people eating it. That's a lot of waffles to make because the the kids can easily devour one or two, and my wife and I can easily devour three or four. That's a lot of waffles to make, and it's very tedious. I have to be in like a very very you know cooking state of mind to be able to do such a thing. That's another great idea in terms of, of making something breakfast for dinner. Oftentimes we'll have eggs too. The, I made some hard-boiled eggs also last night. took many years to learn how to perfect it for some reason. Don't know how to make a soft-boiled egg or a poached egg, but I could do an omelet and a hard-boiled egg and, and scrambled eggs. Those three I could do. Those times, a lot of times we'll do that for dinner too. My middle son does not like scrambled eggs. He does not like omelet. He only likes the oval egg, he calls it, the round egg. And my other son likes the flat egg, which is the omelet. But to each their own. Everyone has their own palate. Everyone has their own tastes. But in general, we want it to be that we want to have a good lunch and a good dinner. And when we have breakfast for dinner, it really comes out a really awesome way. And it'll save you time in the end. That's the OTP for today. The OT perspective for the day to help get you on your way here on the TTOT. And I'm your host, Tani.